0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Answers for Life with Pastor Shelley, where we take life's difficult questions and give meaningful answers using the Word of God. I'm your host, Noel Wagner. I'm here with Pastor Shelley once again, and today, the day that we're recording this, is Valentine's Day. So, That's right. So, happy Valentine's Day, Pastor Shelley. Happy Valentine's um, Day. Will you be my Valentine?
1: Yes, uh, I will. <laughs> but uh, now, this isn't yours first. This is your second Valentine's. Well, it's our, our first
0: a... married. Married, uh, Our okay. second uh, together, okay.
1: yes. So, boy, I hope you have plans for today yeah well i i've actually got d group and bible
0: study tonight so we we celebrated on a saturday um together and uh, i got i got her my wife some a rose and she likes balloons so i got a balloon and
1: uh, chocolate that's a carol all i gotta do is buy chocolate that's right yeah she wants chocolate if if she it, she, I can get her flowers. They just need to be chocolate flowers that she can eat. <laughs> she loves chocolate. That, that's so, awesome. That's what yeah. we'll do, and uh, and we'll, we'll have a good evening. That'll be great. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, in honor of Valentine's Day, we wanted to ask a, I believe, appropriate question that that many people are probably thinking of and asking, especially thinking about what Valentine's Day centers around and just the idea of love. So, Pastor Shelley, what does the Bible say about
1: love? The Bible uses the word in the in the NIV Bible the word love is used 745 times. Now, when we talk about Valentine's Day and yes, we're doing this on Valentine's Day. Today we're going to talk about biblical love. What does right. the Bible say? Mm-hmm. Not not what the world says about love. What does the Bible say about love and one of my favorite verses is Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrated his own love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But today we're going to look at a, a key verse um, about love, a key passage, uh, 1 Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. Most people call it, Noah, the love chapter. Right. And, uh, and you'll find out why if you're not familiar with that passage. But in this passage, it teaches us that love is an attitude before it becomes an a- action. In other words, uh, there's a lot of things that we can do that show love, but it love has to be in our hearts. Mm-hmm. It has to be a part of our attitude before it becomes our action. And this passage kind of separates and reveals the distinctions between action and motive. Mm-hmm. A motive is everything when we speak of faith and two people can do exactly the same thing, but have two different motives.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, we're going to look at that today. Um, I, I thought about, you know, a box of candy. I'm, I'm going to buy a box of candy for Carol today. And, and the biggest one I can find, because as (laughs) I said, she likes chocolate and hopefully that box of candy is going to, you know, when I give it to her, she's going to, Oh, this is sweet. Shelly loves me, Mm -hmm. you know, but Noah, if I eat all the candy, she will say, well, I, I I guess he loves me, but I know he loves chocolate. Right. (laughs) So, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden she's questioning my motive. Did, did he buy the, the candy because he wanted to eat chocolate or did he buy it because he loves me?
0: Right. Right. If, if you just go out and and do something with with underhanded motives, it doesn't matter what the action is. I mean, it could be a great thing, buying you know chocolate for your spouse. But if you do it with the intent of well, that just means I get chocolate, then that's not a loving motive. And uh, motive is like you said, the the foundation of love, the foundation of biblical love. If you if your motives are off, then your love is not going to be. Truly from the heart. And, and what we know from scripture and what we'll see today is uh, we have to love like God loves. Mm-hmm. And our motives have to reflect the fact that we love God and that He loves us. Right. And if we're doing things that are opposite that, we we don't truly love uh, with the correct motives, then we've got issues. We have problems.
1: Yeah. And the Pharisees and religious leaders. Uh, they conflicted with Jesus mm-hmm. because Jesus exposed that even though they, they did acts of righteousness, they did acts all of the love, right
0: things. Yeah, they acted correctly,
1: but their heart and their motives were in the wrong place. Right, and and you see that in Scripture. And uh, why don't you read for us a few scriptures about okay. the very fact where Jesus challenged their acts of righteousness, their acts of love?
0: In Matthew six one through six, this is in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, be careful not to do your acts of righteousness, quote unquote, acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees, in see- who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Then even after that, we don't have it written here. He talks about fasting. And he says the same thing. Don't be like the hypocrites who mm-hmm. fast so that people can see their acts of righteousness, and, but their motives are not correct. That's right. Um, and then Matthew 23, 25 through 28, Jesus says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. And that right there is just plain as day that that Jesus says, I don't care what your outside looks like. The inside has to be correct. Your yes. motives behind the actions have to be correct. And if they are, and this is what we'll get to in just a second, if you clean the inside first, if your motives are correct, mm-hmm. the outside is going to reflect yes. what the inside has.
1: Absolutely. And I believe that Paul picked up on what Jesus taught here definitely when he wrote First Corinthians 13 because it fits so perfectly with Jesus' teaching on motive and acts of righteousness and love. So, Noah, today, as we look at this passage, uh, we'll start with verses 1 through 3. I want to break it down three ways. In the mm-hmm. first, um, Paul, the Scriptures address when there's an absence of love. When there's an absence of love, things do not go well. Yeah, 1
0: Corinthians 13, one through 3, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and have all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the, fo- to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing.
1: In this passage, the scripture says we do all these good things, but we leave love out of it. <laughs> we don't have love in our heart. Then, all those good things are nothing. They they accomplish nothing, and we have a lot of examples of that in history and in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are these here's these examples of of wonderful words, wonderful wisdom, mm-hmm. and wonderful and incredible sacrifice without love. Right. And so here's some examples I've thought of. First of all, Hitler. They tell me, history tells me, that Hitler was an incredible speaker. Mm -hmm. That the reason he came to power is that he could move people with his words. That's right. But even though he had an incredible gift to speak, he did not have love in his heart. No. And we know how that turned out. That is an incredible sad example of a person that has an incredible talent of leadership and ability without love. And then as far as wisdom, about wisdom and, uh, prophecy, I think of Jonah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Jonah in the well, Jonah in the big fish and Jonah, God called him to go to Nineveh and Jonah was a great prophet of God, mm-hmm. but he, he was found not having any love for the people of Nineveh. And, and and he ends up in 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 a in the belly of a fish because he disobeyed God, mm-hmm. and everything went bad for Jonah because of lack of love. You know, we don't hear anything else about Jonah in Scripture.
0: Nope. he he gets to Nineveh. He shares the the turn away from from what you're doing, or judgment will come. They do it. And Jonah gets mad. gets mad about it because he does not love, like you said, and then the book ends. We don't hear anything else about him. About him. But
1: I tell you, if poor Jonah, one book was written and it was about a pretty bad time in his That's life. Right. Anyway, uh the third, self sacrifice, being a martyr mm-hmm. without love. Uh Judas was one of the disciples. Yep. Judas left everything to follow Christ. Judas was the treasurer of the group. Uh, Judas was there when the precious woman with the uh, perfume, the jar of perfume, breaks it over Jesus and anoints his body. He Mm -hmm. was there. If you remember, uh, the people there said, hey, wait a minute, couldn't couldn't that uh, expensive perfume be used, sell it and used to help the poor? Well Judas was there that day mm-hmm. and when that scene after that scene happened, Judas got up and left the room and went and made the deal with the Pharisees and the religious leaders to to uh to portray Jesus
0: wow, yeah, and just like you said, I mean you can speak incredible, you can have wisdom that's above any others you can you can self sacrifice you can pour out you can do the acts of righteousness like Jesus talks about. But if you don't have love, then Paul says you're like a, a clanging gong. You 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 have nothing. You 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 have nothing. Um, it's a waste, right?
1: Yeah. In other words, a preacher that preaches without love is just making noise, right? Yep. He's just making noise. And we need to realize the importance of love. Number two. The attributes of love is the second part. Why don't you read 4 through 7, and you're going to see this laundry list of a description mm-hmm. of what love is and what love is not. Why don't you read it for us?
0: 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres.
1: This passage tells us the attributes of when we have love in our heart. Now, Mm -hmm. Noah, hear me out here. So if you wake up in the morning... And you say, okay, I'm going to be patient today. I'm going to be kind. And you go down this list. I'm not going to envy. I'm not going to boast. I'm not going to be proud or try to uh, be better than somebody or look down on somebody. Mm -hmm. Not going to be rude. Not going to be um, judgmental. Not going to be angry with anybody today. And we go down this whole list, Noah. We put them all on three by five courses. Okay, I'm going to live this way today. I'm telling you. That's hard to
0: do. Oh, oh, definitely. You <laughs> I mean, get out the door, you stub your toe yeah. and you throw the, the cart away, yeah, right? Yeah. It's gone.
1: You know, you start driving to work and somebody cuts you off, and next thing you know, you got anger and right. you're blowing the horn and you have bad thoughts and all those things. Here's a better way to look at this. If we truly allow God's love in our heart to love others, and we work on that, this list four through seven all these things will fall into place right we, we don't have to try to do all these things all we need to do is make sure we love god and love others and these things will fall into place
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's where the pharisees messed up
0: right this is like you said this is not a laundry list of of dues right if if i just check off the box that mm-hmm. uh, today I, I i was patient today i was kind today i was envy then i i did it right i got the you know, I got my reward in heaven because I did it right, but you don't actually have genuine love. All right. you're doing is your acts of righteousness. You're right. you're acting well without having the actual love. And so we're gonna get into to what this list actually is.
1: That's right. So you have a you have a dashboard on your car mm-hmm. and it has these gauges on it, Noah. Those gauges, some of those are real important. Right. Uh, the mile an hour gauge is important so you don't get a ticket. You know, the RPMs is important. To, you know, if you if you push a car too hard, you can blow it up. Right. Um, then you have an oil pressure gauge, very very important. Right. You also have a temperature gauge, mm-hmm. very important. When you're driving and any of those gauges are out of whack, and that temperature gauge gets up in the red, there's only one thing to do: stop. The car,
0: yeah, you're in bad shape. You're if in bad you shape. Keep going,
1: and if you keep going, really bad things are going to happen. You right. stop the car; it's probably out of water. It needs some water. You just stop the car right mm-hmm. there. Now, this list that Paul gives us: patience, kindness, do not envy, do not boast. These are instrument gauges of love. Mm-hmm. It's on earth. When we see these things getting in the red, and all of a sudden that needle gets in the red, all of a sudden, you know what we need to do? We need to stop. Mm -hmm. When that person makes you mad and you feel anger coming or you become judgmental toward that person, that needle gets in the red. You stop and say, You know what? I'm not, I don't have love in my heart today. I don't have love in my heart right now. And you need to go before the Lord and say, Lord, I need to. I need to love that person. You commanded me to love that person, right? Like you have loved me. Yes,
0: we love because He first loves us, as it says in First John. And and just like you said, if we've got the love of God in us, you know we've been um, we've been saved. We've got His love uh, within us. These things are gonna happen, right? Just like Jesus right. said to the Pharisees, if you if you fix the inside part, if you've got the love, these things are gonna happen. And so this isn't a list of, like, you have to do these things, and if you don't do these things, like, you're in bad shape. This is a list of, hey, if one of these things gets out of whack, you need to stop and, and reflect mm-hmm. and look and see, okay, am I really exhibiting the love of God right now? Is my meter off, or am I am I demonstrating what that love looks like?
1: Yeah, and what sometimes we all do is when some we're around someone and we— Feel like our patience is running out. We try to white knuckle, we try to hold on and try to be patient. Mm -hmm. If you're having to hold on and try to be patient, you're not really loving. Go back to the motive. What motivates you to be patient? Your love for God and your love for others.
0: You know, and just like it says in uh Mark chapter 12, 30 through 31, Jesus. Um, the, the Pharisees and the, the teachers and the lawyers they asked him a question uh, trying to trick him and Jesus responds the, the greatest commandment is this love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength the second is this love your neighbor as yourself there is no commandment greater than these or um, in, in other scriptures he says all the law and the prophets all the, all the things that have been taught can be summed up in these two things mm-hmm. love God and love people.
1: That's right. And if if you don't keep uh, the great commandment, uh, you won't fulfill the great commission. Right, right. Well, number three, number three, the advantage of love. Read 8 through 13, the advantage of love.
0: Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love.
1: This passage says that prophecy will cease, and we know it has. Mm-hmm. We, from prophecy, from tongues will be stilled, and from knowledge it will pass away. So prophecy, tongues, and knowledge pass away. From that, I'll tell you when it passed away, Noah, it passed away when God finally gave us the Word of God. Right, right. Now, if you read on and you said, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears, many people in first reading of that says, oh, that's speaking of Christ, but there's a big problem with that. The problem with that is that it's a neutered noun. It's not a masculine noun. Right? If it was a masculine noun, it would be very clear that it's speaking of Christ. So if it's a neutered noun, then what is it speaking of? What? What's perfect? What is that perfection it's speaking mm-hmm. of? Um the Word of God. Right. The Bible is perfect. Yep. Getting, no into some,
0: getting in some Greek there. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. There's no, we know the Word of God is perfect. And then in verse 12, it speaks to uh, a mirror that we look into. Um, and that mirror is the Word of God. Right. James tells us that a little later on.
0: And in the same way that we just talked about as far as the attributes of love and the love meter, the Bible does the same thing there. Yes. You know, we, we look at it, and it reflects to us what are the mm-hmm. attributes of love, what is Christ, and, and what am I supposed to be doing?
1: It's a spiritual mirror. Exactly. When we got up this morning got dressed, we looked in the mirror, mm-hmm. and we got ready. Yep. You know, we calmed our hair. You know, and But when we open the Bible, we're opening up our spiritual mirror right. that shows us who we are in Christ, who right. we are. It tells us the truth. So it says in this verse that prophecies, tongues, and knowledge will pass away, and they have. But he says this, but three things remain, faith, hope, and love. And then listen to this, the greatest of all those is love. Now, right. your faith is pretty great, right? Faith in Christ is a pretty good thing. I mean, what did he that says get you?
0: Got, he says if you've got faith... Um, as big as mustard seed, you can move mountains, right? That's right. And faith is very important. Faith gives salvation, right? Salvation, bring salvation comes salvation. through faith. Um, for the, by grace you've been saved through faith in yeah. uh, Ephesians chapter two.
1: Faith is a big thing. That's right. The hope of glory, heaven, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Yep. But this passage says, "But the greatest of those three—faith, hope, and love—is love." Is love. Mm-hmm. And the reason it says that. Is because love never fails in biblical love, and it never ends. Mm-hmm. It never fails, and it never ends. Right. And that does point to one person, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the work that Jesus did on the cross is the greatest demonstration of love. You know, it says in, in 1 John that, that his sacrifice... Is a reflection of the love that He has for us, and and there is no action, there is no, there, there's nothing that can can equate to that kind of love that Jesus has for us. It's perfect love, um, and it never fails and it never ends.
1: The reason Jesus left glory and came to this earth, the motivation mm-hmm. for Him to leave heaven and come here, is because He loved us. That's right. And we should love him back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Noah, um, the cross tomb shows us that love never fails. It shows us that our love, that love will never end. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to love. Why don't you read a final verse, Noah, to close this out my prayer for everyone that's listening today. I pray you feel loved by God today. If you don't, I want you to know He loves you with an everlasting love. Right. If you know that love, we are commanded to love others just like He has loved us. Why don't you uh, close us with a verse and then I'll pray, why don't you read uh, Romans 8: okay.
0: Romans 8:38 and 39. For I am sure of this: that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Why don't you pray for us, Pastor Shelley? Let's
1: pray. Father, we thank you praise you today because of your love. You have loved us unconditionally. Even as sinners, you have loved us. We thank you for that love. Lord, because of that, there comes a motivation and a responsibility to love others. Lord, I pray that uh, as we go about our day today and in the days to come, people will see the love of God.
0: And we pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Shelley. Again, that's the the absence of love. We looked at 1 Corinthians, what happens when love is absent, the motivations are not real. Uh, We looked at the attributes of love, that love meter um, that that we can look at to see, okay, am I loving the way Christ did? And then the advantages of love, that, that Christ loved us. He demonstrated that on the cross so that we can have life and life eternal and then reflect that love back to the world. So today, I, I hope as today's Valentine's Day, and and you may not be listening um, on Valentine's Day, but uh, as you're thinking about loving others, we we just ask, we challenge you and and hope that you're you're challenged from the scriptures to love in a a biblical way, right? That, that you right. demonstrate a biblical love to the world, uh, to your spouse, to to everybody that you encounter, because you're motivated by the love that Christ has demonstrated to us. So we just thank you all for listening. Um, Again, uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe to our podcast, share it, leave a review, uh, let other people know about it, get the word out, um, and remember, Jesus is the answer.